0: First to yo yo yo. welcome to the ns9 pregame show part of pittsburgh baseball now i'm your host anthony denardo with me we got tyler sweeney tyler i was about to literally just cut the intro short just just to to catch you in the middle of the act
1: i was waiting on you to do it
0: you were jamming behind the scenes i gotta do what i gotta do busting a move what is up
1: though my friend you're alive
0: i am i i've
1: survived <laughs> you survived is it ian is that the hurricane
0: yeah it is ian it wasn't much of anything it was quite a bit i mean listen listen for one so much damage so so much damage and we didn't get really anything up here so Not in, in jacksonville you got a light rain. right it's basically what it was must be nice yeah, You know what
1: I did today, Donardo? I think I got maybe my... I think this is my second to last mo of the year.
0: Nice. Well, congrats.
1: Two weeks from now, I think we'll be my last one, and then we're good.
0: And then the and heat goes done.
1: on. Oh, he came on today, dude.
0: Oh, you cold. did it? Oh, too I must cold. have missed that.
1: 58 oh. degrees when I woke up. Nope. Nope. Not doing it. Yikes.
0: Anyways. So... That would have been like such a great transition too, because this could have been the second to the last mowing down of Oviedo as well. But this is probably his last time out this year. So, <laughs> but the Pirates got a baseball game today. They're uh they're their last of six. This is the very last road series against the Cardinals, and then of course, as we know, they come back to Pittsburgh first, the Cardinals. But this is game six of six of the end of the year. Johan Oviedo, the former Cardinal, does go against Jack Flaherty tonight at eight fifteen. Um, so I guess there, there's some storylines here creeping up at the end of the year. Obviously, Pujols has done seven hundred. Any home run he hits, you you assume will be his last home run, right? And it'll be versus the Pirates. So there's that. Um, there's also storylines of, of course, like with Oviedo, like how he's going to cap the season. These guys, how they're gonna finish out and such. Also, I guess technically speaking, if you want to be optimistic, if the pirates go four and two, well, they won't have a hundred loss season.
1: I don't see that happening.
0: No, you don't see it?
1: I, I can't say I, I do. You see it I now? I cannot say I, a I do. Better. Um, so where do we start here? With Oviedo?
0: Let's start with Oviedo.
1: I I think that's the big storyline here today.
0: Okay. So let's do it. So he comes in. This will be his sixth start as a pirate.
1: Mm-hmm. Pretty good. What what do you want to see out of him, Bernardo? Because I know what I want to see out of him. What do you want to see?
0: I guess so again, with this being his last start, and it's it's six starts, and like the grand scheme of things. It's kind of like the Andor situation. Like after seeing six starts going into the offseason, does that really, really change your mind on things? No, like everything I've already said holds up. I want to see him get an opportunity for the, the rotation next year. Ultimately, I think, like, big pitcher, he's probably a bullpen guy, but why not? Um, so I guess tonight, just kind of continuing what he kind of has shown to trend towards Throw more strikes, less walks, right? Like last week, he had last week, last time out. of his pitches were strikes. So if I see that again, that helps me believe maybe the rotation is something that can be done. You know, the pitch count got up there, the the innings and such. And like the thing about tonight is this is the team he came from. So there's really no better team in baseball that those Oviedo than the Cardinals tonight. So if he can go out there tonight and pitch well, I mean, to me, that's that's a great way of capping off the season, heading to the offseason and say, you know what? I can be a starter. And I hope he has that mentality to head in next year and see if he can.
1: Yeah, I think both of us have been pretty vocal that neither of us really think he's going to be a starter long-term here. Um, But building off of what he did last outing, where he was able to get to seven innings, no walks. The big thing, aside from the no walks, obviously that's great, but I think you really want to see him, one, get weak contact, because that was against a... Bad Cubs lineup, really bad. It's a lot more formidable tonight. Like you said, former team. And you also just want to see him able to limit that pitch count tonight. And you've mentioned it with the strike rate, um, probably even more so than the walks is keeping that pitch count down because that's really the big part of can you be a starter. If you're going out there and throwing four innings, like we saw where he was getting results, it doesn't matter. You're not going to be able to sustain that over a course of a season.
0: Yeah, four innings and eighty-five pitches yeah. isn't really too much success.
1: Not as a starter, so he's got to be able to induce some weak contact and just pound the zone. The walk rate will fall with that. I
0: like it. I like it. He's got a pretty decent, you know, arsenal. Um, like the eye test, right? You, you like what he sees. Again, like he he has some filthy stuff, which again we could. Translate into a very, very good bullpen guy, but um, he has some really nice stuff. It's funny, like when you go to his baseball savant page, uh, one of his comps is 2020 Jack flarity <laughs> who who's on the mound tonight. So there's that, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, you, you you've pretty much nailed it. You know, like he's he's definitely has stuff. He's got some pitches. What he can do with it, how he can locate it, is another thing. So if he goes again tonight, pitches very efficiently and effectively, you know, for his six star of the part capping off the season. I think you go this off feeling a little more comfortable with for one also and Tyler just hang on with me here. The return <laughs> the return right with Quintana you're a little more comfortable with the return Uh, but then you're maybe a little more comfortable with giving him that option and possibility of you know getting in the rotation spot next year. So there is that with
1: Ovi yeah. and It's definitely something that you want to – he has to build on it here. You don't want to end on a poor note and then all offseason. It's stupid, but it's going to change the way we talk about the offseason with him. If he goes out there and gets shelled tonight, we're probably going to push more to the bullpen role. If he goes out there and pitches very effectively and looks like he could be a starter, we're not going to eliminate saying he's probably a bullpen guy, but there might be – there's going to be more hope towards it.
0: That's probably the best way of putting it.
1: And again, because it's all you have is short sample size.
0: So the shortest of them has, you know, a big part of the picture. I mean, this is one sixth of his season tonight <laughs> yeah. with the Pirates, you know, in that aspect. And, and you're right. So, like, thinking about this too, his very first start, Toronto, three innings, it was not crisp, but it was, you know, scoreless, whatever. That's where we saw him and, like, ah, you know, he's exciting. That's when he got introduced, that he's exciting but probably a bullpen guy. Then his Mm -hmm. next outing, 1.2 innings, shell for four runs uh, against the Mets, and that's you're like, yeah, yeah, he's a bullpen guy. Yeah. But it's like since then, he's actually kind of progressed. Five innings, four, and then his last one out, which I think we jokingly said, but half-joking, seven innings, seven strikeouts, three hits, no walks, was that potentially the best start for the Pirates? And then Luis Ortiz was like, no, this one is. <laughs> so <laughs> so it's like it was a really, really good start. So like if he can back that up and end this on back-to-back, really, really good starts like that, then I think you feel more comfortable in, again, the small sample. But in the small sample, he, he had some really – he showed some good stuff to be a starter. And tonight, being an actual competitive baseball team offensively, I mean, here's the thing too. You got Aaron Otto and you got Goldschmidt. I mean, two MVP type candidates. So I don't know how much they'll be playing for tonight, but they're there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's it's a dumb big game for him, just for our offseason fodder.
0: Correct. <laughs> Correct, and mind you, Pulhos, Pulhos batting fifth, and holes is like vintage holes now. So yeah,
1: there's Cardinal also devil magic. That's it. What else are you looking for with this game? I don't know that I'm looking for it, but just an interesting tidbit of the Miguel Andujar DH role that we're seeing so far. I I know we discussed that we thought he would probably be a first baseman on this team, which I guess the more I think about it, the more I'm encouraged by the fact that they're not shoving him into that first base role because it maybe gives me a little bit of hope that they'll actually try something this offseason with it and not go up. Oh, this is our guy. We brought him in at 27 homers about five years ago. So I guess that's encouraging, but just seeing him continue to hit the baseball, which once again, not a big believer in him, but it's another guy that, as you mentioned earlier, we just want to see something going into the end of this year. Right.
0: That's a good way of putting it actually. Cause I'm with you. All. I am shocked that he hasn't gotten an opportunity at first base. Mind you, I get it. You know, that was some of the feedback. He hasn't played many innings at first. And and you're right. But neither is Michael Chavis. And neither has like anyone else that's playing first base either, right? Ben Gamble. I mean, he has those some years back. But, but it's like you kind of saw this and you see the hole at first and maybe trying to fit the square peg in the round hole type of situation. Like there is no other really players on this team that play first base either. Here's Andujar. And maybe if he can come back to this relevance. We can fit him at first base where there's a position of need and, and he can go and get that. But like you said, they're not doing that, which maybe leads you to believe, like you're saying, they'll actually find a solution to first base and not trying to squit this, squit this, not trying to fit this square peg into the round hole situation with Anduar. So he's playing DH again. He did play left field, not first base yet. And like you said, they have Gamble playing first today. Another guy who isn't like a first baseman. So the fact that they didn't put Anduar there, does maybe lead me to believe that.
1: Yeah, I'm at least encouraged just from a team-building perspective here that they might actually try to acquire someone that knows how to play the position in the offseason. Regardless, really the big thing with Andrew is he's got a hit. doesn't really matter what position he plays. His big calling card is going to be that bat. Over his career, he has been great with it. Um, I think we've all talked about We've seen some encouraging signs out of him. So it's another guy going into the offseason. If you don't want to get into that Yoshi trap where he gets hot for a little while and then we're all believing him in the offseason, but you you do want to see more just really hard contact and continuing to not, you know, strike out a ton. Right. No, you're, you are right.
0: And we are on Twitter all the time. We've. We've seen him in part of the Pirates fan base for a long time. So we know what eight games can do for a whole offseason. It can create a lot lot. of narratives. And if he is really good, as right now, he currently is in the three games that he has played. Now, mind you, no home runs yet, but two in the warning track, the north side notch. Because, of course, Jim and Andrew are match made in heaven, right? But honestly... Like, he he did hit the ball hard. It weren't home runs, but he hit it deep. One he thought was a home run. It wasn't. Funny how he didn't get caught out for that one, but others people do. But regardless, yeah. So, anyways, um, <laughs> 364 he's batting. Those two doubles. He's got a 149 away runs created And, of course, his 13 plate appearances. So, right. Over, like, the next six games, if he were to perform at this level, yeah, you're gonna have a whole off season of Miguel Andujar's the truth. Pirates fleeced Yankees once again. Thank you. And I don't know how I feel about that.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I can go through a whole off season of, you know, begging for Miguel Andujar to start every day. Like if eight games really mattered that much, John Holdscum would still be closing games in the big leagues. So. I don't yeah. know that I really want to deal with an off season of hearing about Miguel Andujar starting every day in left field.
0: Man, what a comp Holtz Come
1: on. I mean, yeah. That I love he that was guy. the truth. The palm he was the so nice.
0: And then he just was never seen again. And he just disappeared
1: again. As quickly as he came, he left.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good call.
1: Or hell, even like a Brock Holt that comes up in September and, Rakes and then gets traded, but still. So I mean, we've seen... He did, but we've seen this song and dance before. Like, guys are going to have hot streaks. We want to see the hot streaks, but make sure we temper our expectations in the offseason.
0: Good call. Good call. And, like, the whole Yoshi thing, that's that's a very good way of putting it Also, even though Yoshi did it for two months, again, like, Yoshi's was even more believable because two months has some sustainability. Yeah. But this is eight games. And if you're going to take the eight games over all the games since 2018, <laughs> um, yeah. that might be the wrong choice. And I'm not saying they don't matter. And you might believe they can't turn around. The eight games are helping you do that way. But yeah, yeah, it is eight games. And how he performs all these eight games doesn't really change my mind too much. But regardless, I mean, I would rather him perform than not.
1: The unfortunate. And if it truth, happens, it happens. But, the unfortunate truth about Andujar is that. He's a guy that doesn't really play a position that's probably at best the league average bat. Mhm. So if he if somehow he can figure it out great. Not holding on to hope here, but intrigued right. to see, you know, how he finishes this year. Very good point. Very good point. Um
0: so the other thing I guess to talk about, are you done with him? Um are we done with Miguel? Yeah. I, I don't really need to hear talk about him much more. Uh, so once again, O'Neill Cruz batting leadoff. We got uh, Bay batting ninth. Uh, so like I know what you said about you know him batting third and having Bay leading off per mm-hmm. se. I don't I don't hate this. It's not like the Pirates have this stacked lineup that Bay deserves to be in the ninth hole. But I I don't really hate it. I, I'm liking O'Neill Cruz batting first. He has just been dominant since. Batting leadoff on August 28th, as we keep pointing out, you know, the strikeouts are coming down. He hasn't, he hasn't struck out in what, four games or no, once. I guess I,
1: I, but I think in the leadoff spot, well, since he's been moved there, he's at like a 30% K rate. It's, it's really good. I think it's good. I mean, it's, it's, you look at it, it's very similar to like rookie year, Aaron judge, other than the walk rate being like a lot lower, but everything else.
0: So right now, since August 28th, 154, way to run credit plus. So again, it's 54% better than league average, but he is batting 287. His on base is 344, slugging 574. Walk rate, 7.2%. That's fine. That's fine. But his strikeouts, yes, 31.2. So, I mean, he was hovering right around 40. He's now back down to around the 30 as like you, like we all pretty much highlight. Like if he can be a 30% K rate guy, he'll be effective. And that's basically what he is. And he's a 154 way runs credit plus player at this point in time with those numbers.
1: He will be far more than effective at 30% K rate. (laughs) Like look at what Aaron judge did with a 30% K rate for years. Granted, Mm -hmm. he walked a lot more, but O'Neill Cruz has way more speed.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like he's got a 377 baby. And that seems like that's a sustainable. It's not as if like, Oh, he's gotten super lucky. He beats shit out.
1: Yeah, like weak contact is sometimes good for him. Like that big base hit up he got the other night where he just <laughs> right the to third base
0: and just laughed the whole way down first. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see something different in him too? I just want to point this out because this is something I have just noticed, but like does he seem to be just having more fun? And I mean that in a good way for the people like, oh, he's not in the game. These guys
1: are just laughing. Does he seem to be more fun, more relaxed? Maybe and maybe that has to do with just playing better. Um, that could he be does fair. seem he he doesn't seem to be as angry looking all the time. He looks more like he did when he came up first this this season, um, and I think a lot of that probably does just have to do with the fact that he's playing better now. You know, you're striking out forty percent of the time. You're probably not going to be smiling when you check swing and get a base hit.
0: I guess, yeah. I mean, you make a good point. Like, well, I maybe mean, what's what came first the egg or the chicken, yes. right? So maybe he's more, having more fun because he's playing better. But, and I get like, too, like, I don't care about the staring down. Like, if he's in the batter's box, I mean, no, I don't either. That That's, he, you think, like, like I just want to make this comparison for the sense. But if you hate him for that, then, like, how do you praise Michael Jordan for being the greatest of all time? Because, like, do you think Michael Jordan's not going to have that look all the time? I mean, he absolutely did all the time. He wanted to kill and murder everybody in his path. So, like, to then take Oh No Cruz and say, Oh, that's just, oh, he's just a terrible person with a bad attitude. I don't care about like that focus, that look. But when he's like rounding second base, heading into third, laughing on an easy fly out, when he gets that check swing down third base and he's laughing to first base, because it's like, you know what? I just beat you. Ha ha ha.
1: He seems to be having more fun, more relaxed. So, the other thing to mention, and I know that everyone kind of rolled their eyes most a lot of people rolled their eyes about the hustle part we are seeing a little bit more of it um honestly i've
0: the one i feel like the one time he didn't hustle on first base is like the only time like that's one thing i give yeah. him credit for also is he basically has been and ironically and i tweeted how about the how about the hit the second base that brian reynolds didn't hustle out the other night no one brought that up though
1: The original point of this entire segment was, what do we think about Jiwon Bay hitting ninth?
0: (laughs) I just want to talk more about (laughs) Cruz.
1: We have like six months to do it.
0: It's not enough. I need six months, six years, minimum.
1: But just back to our original point here. I don't mind having Bay in the ninth spot and then Cruz first. Um, it's something I might actually I probably would like it more if this team was competitive right now I'd probably just prefer throw Bay up there and get him extra at bats as well for these last six games it's a weird time to try to like have a good line of construction at this point just work on development but if Cruz is hitting first I'm not going to be up in arms it's a good way of putting it I guess it's a good way of putting it um, and again, going back
0: to it too, like, the reason I just don't hate it also is because Cruz is performing the leadoff spot and this also gives him potential RBI yeah. opportunities also. It does. So are kind of getting world. like the best of both worlds for Cruz in this right. aspect.
1: And truthfully, in the grand scheme of things, the development of O'Neill Cruz is the most important thing on this team at this point. If That's he important. does not develop, they're in trouble. They need him to be a star. So let's not rock the boat right now.
0: Yeah. I'm not – yeah, I'm not going to add too much to that. Good point. Um, And I guess the other thing is Castro's back in the lineup. He is batting seventh, though, but he is back in the lineup behind Ben Gamble, apparently. I mean, whatever, I guess, at this point in time. But, you know, the lineup is, is Cruz, Reynolds, Anduar, which Anduar is batting third. That was – I guess it's not going to so change, but he came random, in dude. and just – Right at the top like, of the lineup after being a terrible baseball player. The same damn
1: thing with G1 Bay popped up in the second game. He's like hitting leadoff. It took O'Neill Cruz yeah. like six months. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so he's batting third. Sawinski, I mean,
0: it's not It's not home. Sawinski, we know, is basically the, the worst player in baseball when yeah. he's away. He's batting fourth. Hayes has returned from the injury. He's been looking decent. He's batting fifth. Then Gamble, then Castro. So, like, the lineup construction to me once again just doesn't make a whole lot of sense but
1: i it guess whatever <laughs> it never does
0: i mean us once he's going to over 4 with four strikeouts
1: yeah like it, it's really not a question there's a big enough sample size of it right now that he is just god awful when he's not at PNC park what's worse than god awful like he he is that's, a that's what he's been I don't – he's maybe the worst player of all time away from PNC Park.
0: That – I would like to see the all-time numbers, but that could be it.
1: (laughs) Like, what did he have? I mean, honestly, like, this is
0: even lying. He had a four. Negative four. four.
1: four? Okay.
0: He – with guys with at least 50 plate appearances on the year, he was the fourth worst player. And, yes, there was a negative four ways to run the plus. It was 166 at home and negative four away. That's so
1: true. that's. Like he that's is a good. platoon home and away player. Yeah.
0: Find so someone that can hit on the road. Batting fourth. All right. So, and then, you know, a, a guy named Godoy is catching for the Pirates also today. Who's just shown absolutely are, nothing in his small time. Why are we doing this Godoy
1: thing? I don't know. What, what, well, Heinemann's
0: what, on the seven-day delay. What, There's Zach Collins. I don't. I don't know really. Well, Zach Collins
1: can't catch to save his life.
0: Well, Godoy hasn't shown that he could either.
1: I mean, but Zach Collins also can't hit, and he's Godoy hasn't pre-set. shown
0: that he can't either.
1: I know, but he can at least like somewhat crouch.
0: Here, here's here's my thing on this, and and honestly, in the grand scheme of things, it's not that important, but. Michael it's Chavis not, getting DFA'd, because I don't think we really talked too much, too deep about this. Really Michael not. Chavis getting DFA'd, it's not the worst thing in the world. But I don't personally
1: I think it was deserved. I don't understand like at the
0: expense of Godoy being here, like whatever end of the year, or have Zach Collins? delay and then have Zach Collins catch. I mean, they both do that and keep Chavis here and not Godoy. Because like the, the Zach Collins at first base experiment,
1: it's, it's not like that's Going, Zach well. Collins has never shown anything remotely close to being a major league baseball player. There's that point, too. It's an important point. You make a good point, Tyler. Maybe you should send an email to Ben Jerrington about that. You know what? Maybe I should do more pregame shows because I feel like I'm making great points when I'm <laughs> a little bit more awake and not drunk. Yeah, maybe I should just quit so, like, drinking so much for these shows, huh? Nah.
0: No, no, don't do that. But, like, that's just where I'm at with the Chavis thing. Right. It's whatevs, but
1: I would rather him be. This man is like 40 years old saying it's whatevs. But I'm shut up, Tyler.
0: But seriously, I would rather have Chavis at first base
1: right now than Zach Collins. I don't disagree. Or Ben Gamble. No, I don't. Like, truthfully, Ben Gamble is equally as DFA able as Michael Chavis.
0: I'll say that in the sense of there's no future for Ben Gamble at all. So yes, where technically you can keep Chavis. So there's a technical future for him. Um, As far as playing this year, I mean, I would give Gamble the slight hair over Chavis actually, but just like,
1: sure. Like,
0: but regardless, it's a flip the coin. I probably should have actually done that. (laughs) because my air bods um <laughs> yeah it's a flip the coin who cares which one it really is but yeah it, what it, it's really
1: irrelevant it's really irrelevant uh it really what i thought about today was my whole point in the offseason that the pirates should have just maybe went after like a reese mcguire who seems to be having a pretty decent year when on a team that doesn't have catching in the major leagues what the hell do I know?
0: Yeah, you were definitely on that. But they'll have Endy starting
1: opening day next year. So there's God, that. I hope. I, I hope. I hope. We'll get into that in the off season. <laughs> Wait, I don't want to burn it all up in a pregame show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: on September thirtieth, where no one gives a shit. But anyways, all right, so first pitch is going to be out here in about a minute's time. So I guess we should wrap this up here. So before anything, any last words, tie Uh 6-2 Cardinals. 6-2 Cardinals. Damn. I am going to go with... 6-4 six, six, Cardinals. Cruz is going deep tonight. I think that's their only hope. I'm offense. calling a home run for O'Neill Cruz. I hope. He's been robbed of two grand slams, basically. So uh, home run for O'Neill Cruz tonight, 6-4 Cardinals. Bush, stadium. Way, that's a Bush stadium.
1: Oh, I think, I think it's a good bet right there.
0: Is I that an like NS9 that. bets? Are you taking that? Are you going to get I in? I not you because get, I only seconds. have a
1: minute. I, I don't have time to do it, and I have high school football on my phone right now, so I can't. What a loser.
0: All right. Let's get out of here. Thank you guys for watching. We'll keep up with the game with you. Bye-bye. Peace out, Scouts.